Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. FM 104, Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Dublin's hit music station, F104, Louise, with you until 1 o'clock. I'm joined by producer Jennifer Healy and Dead Label's drummer Claire Percival of my tribe that's currently on RTE1. Hello, how are you? Hi Louise, thanks for having us. Thank you so much for joining me. So Jennifer, I'll start with you. Tell me a little bit about my tribe for anyone who hasn't seen it. Sure, so it's a four-part uh, bilingual documentary series as you say at the moment mm-hmm. and it's about music subcultures. So it's about people in Ireland who are hugely passionate about different types of music usually more kind of underground, not the mainstream, not necessarily big charts kind of music mm-hmm. something that's a bit more niche um and that they they kind of tell us about that passion that they have and that it's really a part of their life it's their lifestyle and it's something that's with them kind of forever um so we we meet those people and we hear about them and we hear about it from different perspectives so from people who've been into those from the very beginnings of those scenes mm-hmm. right up until today so we try and mix up the the points of view was it always going to be bilingual for you no, and initially we had pitched it as as an English language mm-hmm. series, um, but it was just the the person we pitched it to in RTE. He's a big music fan, and um, he at the time was in charge of of Clark Gaelga. Um, so he asked us if we could give it to him as a bilingual series. So we were very happy to do that. We we knew it was going to be a bit more challenging, but I think it really um, brought us to people who we might not have found if we hadn't been particularly seeking. Uh, Gael Gores for the series and, and those people have really they've added so much to it so it's 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 great in the end it's worked out well yeah because when I first tuned in to watch it I wasn't expecting it to be like bilingual so I got a happy surprise when I actually saw it I was like oh yay nice <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean I think that's that's the good thing about it is um like people who don't necessarily watch Irish pro- Irish language programs yeah. they do come to it like that just purely because it's kind of series um, and, you know, it's not about the Irish language. It just so happens no. that these really cool people um, are Irish speakers and they're, um, you know, they're really interesting and they're really passionate about what they're into. And what I loved is that you you flip back and you bring it back to old clips of a couple of years ago or maybe more than a couple of years ago. And then you bring it forward as well. But when you were making it, were you did you notice that there was a change between then and now? Um, yeah, I mean, I suppose we always wanted to kind of start with the origins and, and bring it up to today to show people that these things might have started decades ago in yeah. some cases, but they're still really relevant and they still really uh, connect with people, connect with young people now in Ireland. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we always wanted to show that. And and in some ways, some of the scenes have changed 
quite a bit like I think the hip-hop scene is one that's just evolving all the time like I think day to day that's mm-hmm. that's changing and uh, it's so vibrant but others are kind of stay true to to the way they were at the start mm-hmm. it sort of depends from scene to scene I think so what have we had so far we've had hip-hop we've had indie yeah um, and then dance music was was just just went out last monday and then the metal rock scene then is coming up this monday yes we've that that's this is series two we're in now so we've already had series one which aired a couple of years ago and in that we covered uh rockabilly mod skinhead and punk wow i'd say they were fun to cover I said they're really yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they were. I mean, they they obviously go back a little bit further than the ones we're we're dealing with now, apart from metal, which is which which goes goes way back. But um, you know, the rockabilly obviously yeah. originated in the fifties, so we were covering kind of different ground then, um, and very, very distinctive um clothing styles as well, which was fun. Yeah, I'd say so. And we're joined actually by one of the the people who we will see on Monday. Claire, hello, how are you? So tell me, what does metal mean to you? It means uh, inspiration and it means um, enjoyment and energy and fun and family. That's what it means to me. So quite a bit, really. Yeah, it's pretty important, (laughs) I'd say. (laughs) So when did you get into drums or drumming? Oh, God, I think I was... 15, 16 when I started playing drums. Um, well, I mean, attempting to start to play drums. Um, so a long time now. Um, but it was actually uh, the band Blink-182 that first kind of caught my attention for drums and then segued very quickly to Metallica, who still are my number one to this day. And was it always going to be metal when you started? Like, was that kind of the goal? Um. Yeah, well... Yeah, I'd say definitely rock to metal. Like, I probably didn't intend to get as heavy as as I did. Yeah. <laughs> um, metal, not body-wise, or music-wise, not body-wise, of course. Um, but uh, I definitely was more drawn to the heavier side of things. Yeah. And once once you start on that, that heavy journey, it just is a slippery slope. And before you know it, you're listening to things that don't sound that heavy to you, but then you show your family and you're like, what in the world is this? <laughs> <laughs> or <What>? your friends. <laughs> you, drag, you, you drag your friends to, to gigs and they're like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> what was the, your family's response when you initially was like, I'm going to go and be a, a metal drummer? Um, at, at very initially, I think they thought that it was probably another kind of fad, maybe. Yeah. Um, and then... As they got, and there's a band called the Murder Dolls who are still one of my favorite bands. That my, they dress kind of um, more dramatically than than you'd expect normal bands dress. I think my mom was a little bit like, "Oh God, what's happening?" But <laughs> then they they embraced it, and now I mean they've been to Fivers, they've been to the Olympia, they. Uh, yeah, they, they were going to come to Sunstroke, which was a festival that was meant to happen last year in Punchestown, which yeah. was like really heavy. Um, so yeah, I think they've fully embraced it now. <laughs> How has the last year, I suppose, affected your band Dead Label? Oh God, um, well, there's pros and cons. The obvious cons being that we can't play any gigs. Mm. Um, with the level five restrictions, the, the full band can't meet up because um, of the different households, so we can't rehearse together, which that's that's truly the worst part is not having that kind of 
weekly well I mean we meet up twice a week minimum to rehearse together and not having that is is really difficult the pros are that we have had time to gather our thoughts mm-hmm. we make plans like legitimately much more thought out plans for the future and um, we've worked on our merch collection which is actually doesn't sound like much but it's really hard to get together when you're playing a lot of gigs because you're kind of just buying merch and selling it whereas now we have a all of that prepared for for the gigs in the future um, and we sort of have our plans like we kind of know what we're doing definitely regardless of anybody else we know what we want to do with with the rest of our band future I suppose so and yeah. Um, yeah the time to reflect has been good but the cons definitely outweigh the pros unfortunately yeah and obviously in my tribe you're looking at the the metal scene what does the metal scene mean to you the metal scene to me would be, I'd say the best word I could use to describe it is like a, a big family. Mm. Um, we're all, a lot of us know each other and we'd be really, really good friends. And I mean, insofar as like, there's probably a couple of people you, you never see. And then you go to a concert and you see lots of faces and everyone says hi and everyone's just really friendly to each other. And um it's just a kind of a, a, a camaraderie that we all share. Um, so I'd say that would definitely be number one mm-hmm. um, for me with the metal scene. Yeah, absolutely. So just give us the socials for your band in case anyone wants to check it out. Oh, on Facebook, we're just Dead Label. Um, Instagram, we're Dead Label Band. And then Twitter, we're Dead Label IRE. So they'll check you out tomorrow night on My Tribe on RT One Half Seven. Yep. Jennifer, what is what is next to come after metal? This is the last episode in the series, unfortunately. Ah. So four parts. Yeah, yeah. We we wish we could do more, but um, but yeah, so last episode, so it's a really special one to end on. We're we're really going out on a high, I think, with this one. Do you think you might bring it back? We'd love to. Yeah. We would absolutely love to. Yeah, yeah. We're um We'll have to see what happens with RTE if they would be interested in a third series. But, um, you know, there's just so many interesting people involved in so many different types of music that the general public might not know a huge amount about. Mm. So we look at shining a light on those things where the people like myself and the director and the rest of the crew were very passionate music fans. So if we can, we would definitely love to do it. I really enjoyed I, I love seeing kind of behind the scenes of things. So I really enjoyed them. Oh, brilliant. Brilliant. Thanks so much, Louise. Not at all. So tomorrow night, half seven or T1. Jennifer, Claire, thank you so much. Thank you, Louise. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.